I'm Noah. And I'm Ben. And you're listening to Product Journey. Uh, how's it going, Ben? Hey, man. Going well. Uh, how about you? Uh, pretty good. I'm, uh, I just got up. Um, it was it was Thanksgiving yesterday uh, here, and uh, so yeah, I had a lot of turkey, and um, <laughs> my stomach kind of hurt. I, I ate too Uh-oh. much food, and I, I felt like I had like a rock in my my stomach. <laughs> oh no! Oh, I hate that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it makes me feel like I'm getting older. <clears throat> you know, I'll get that over Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, you know that's a good question. Um, what, like, what what point are you old? You know, <laughs> <I'm> sure, <laughs> I mean, if you know, I I regularly have that conversation with my fiance <laughs> because she she's starting to notice, like you know, getting up and it's like, uh, you know, there's a little something that hurts. And I'm complaining since I'm 25, basically. So I don't. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Your fiance is like, uh, hey Ben, I noticed uh, you're looking a little grayer. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's actually mostly complaining about her body hurting in places. <laughs> yeah, I've been doing that too, actually, recently. Like, I'll, See? <laughs> I'll do some, you know, thing that I haven't usually done. Like, <clears throat> so. Uh, we actually just got this big mound of wood chips. Um, so basically someone, you know, they cut up a tree. It's all these little pieces. Mm, yeah. um, they left it on our driveway for free, which was kind of nice. And, and we're now, <laughs> it was it was 10 yards, which is, that's a good amount of, of wood chips. And yep. uh, so the last week I've been shoveling that, putting it in wheelbarrows and just bringing it over to this area where we're trying to just put it all to like kill weeds and kind of make a nice yeah, area. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that the next day I'm just like, wow, I, my body, <laughs> <laughs> it hurts. <laughs> See, that's when you know you're old, but it's also because like the movement of, you know, putting this stuff in the uh, wheelbarrow is, you know, you, you're not doing it every day. So it hurts. <laughs> yep. But I mean, you are a little bit older than me, so you, yeah, you have a lot more experience uh, with this and knowledge. So, so yeah, yeah, I, I regularly wonder how it will feel like being sixty, <laughs> because if I compare it to twenty, like right now being like thirty-two, yeah, you know, <laughs> you can already see a big difference, and I can only imagine how it must be when you're sixty then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think when I'm thirty. That's that's definitely another notch. Like, I I don't think you're necessarily old when you're thirty, but there is like I think I'll I'll start to think about like wow that it it's definitely the next stage of getting older. Yeah, but I don't know, man. I feel like I actually feel fitter right now than like five years ago. I think I'm stronger. I'm healthier. I can run longer than that. <laughs> nice. So that, that just must me just be because you've been being active, working out, stuff like that. Yeah, I actually have been doing that all my life, but probably took it a little bit more seriously the last two years. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've I've been telling my wife that, you know, once once I have a SaaS that I sell or like, <laughs> you know, basically where I make enough, once I make enough money that I don't have to worry about making money 
and spending time making money, I, I, I've told her that then I'm going to really like get really strong and, uh, <laughs> work out a lot and, um, probably run a marathon and, uh, yeah, it'll be fun. I'll, I'll be kind of buff. Maybe we'll see. Well, I'm curious to see how that plays out. <laughs> <laughs> mm. All right, man. So, so what's new on, on the potion front? <laughs> um, not a lot of new things. Um, yeah, not a lot of new things to talk about. Just kind of working on some of the same stuff. And, but that does kind of bring me to something I was thinking about um, that we could kind of talk about is I do feel like I've been moving kind of slow um, where I just feel like a lot of my time is eaten up by just like maintenance um, stuff like eaten up by I mean the customer service stuff doesn't take too long like it probably takes me around 30 minutes to an hour a day to like answer the the live chat customer support stuff um, but that's a little bit and then and then uh, yeah just like maintaining the the product um, making it keeping it working all the time um, you know the server issues we were talking about before like it just seems like there's always something that comes up so then I can't focus on um, I can't focus on like making the product better, new features, uh, or marketing. Like like this month is supposed to be marketing month, and <laughs> I haven't done a ton of marketing. I, I've done a little bit, but it doesn't feel like I've moved it, moved the needle a ton there. Um, so yeah, it just feels like I can't do the things that I really want to do to push the product forward because yeah, uh, yeah, just like maintaining the product, keeping up with things. Um, so I guess that's kind of like the sole entrepreneur problem or something like that. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's probably also it's it's been kind of tricky since I still have my day job. So it's just like finding the time to work on stuff. Yeah. Um, so that that's kind of my problem right now. I feel that I've been feeling. Yeah, it makes makes sense. I, I wonder how you could like optimize parts of of all of that uh, so you you can. You know, find a way to get out of that because I mean you could get rid of the live chat to reduce the time you spend on you know like on the support front I don't know if people would send you the same amount of messages uh, via email or not or if you know if that is is easier for you because it's more async maybe mm -hmm. uh, and on the on the product front I'm curious to hear like I, I I get that you had to kind of fix the issues with Vercel because you know the the payment stuff we talked about last week, mm -hmm. uh, but but you I, I definitely think you could get to a point where you don't have to do a ton of technical maintenance, right? Maybe it's worth putting in some you know like big time effort into having this at a stable point where you can reduce the the daily stuff you gotta do there. Um, you mean just like with the support stuff or no, like, I, I don't know. I don't know what exactly you, you got, you got to fix on, on a weekly basis or, or not, but you well, know, it's like not, if there's an... and that's the thing. It's like, you never really know. It just seems like, I think with, with, uh, the product potion, since it's like built on top of notion and notions kind of maneuvering, changing things, I just have to be quick to react to updating yeah. potions so that it works. Um, and then like 
there's some things that I'm a little bit behind on that I don't I don't necessarily feel like I have to do, but there there are starting to be some customers that like want things. So like whenever like Notion updates, uh, they update kind of how their product works. Um, like for example, two weeks ago they added grouping in tables where you can kind of like group um, different rows together, and so like you know so like people kind of expect Potion to just kind of work like Notion. Um, and so then I'll get some stuff about that. I haven't done, like, I think I can wait on that one for a while, but kind of that idea that like, you know, I have to kind of update stuff randomly when Notion does just so that Potion works well. Um, it's kind of like, you never know what it's, what it's going to be, but that it just seems like there's just something that pops up of like something that I need to like attend to. Um, yeah. Or, you know, like that, that time a couple months ago when like Notion changed how their API worked and I had to like quickly fix that um, just because yep. things are kind of shifting and moving around. Um, so, yeah, I don't I don't know. It's hard to say even so, like what it specifically is all the time, but it just seems like there's always something. <laughs> <laughs> got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. I mean, in terms of, of changes on the Notion on, on Notion side, it, it almost feels like like I don't think two weeks is particularly long for you to you know even even a month would be totally fine I guess to you know port new stuff over to uh, to Potion and uh, maybe you could do something like a roadmap or you know coming up stuff just to set expectations with the customers then like just you know put put down a note like hey we know this is new in in, in Notion and we're you know we're working on it or it's coming mm -hmm. maybe that could work i don't know <laughs> yeah so do, do you do you feel like you felt this similar kind of pressure or just like the feeling that like there's so much that you can that you need to do um on your projects that but you're not able to kind of keep up with it because there's just different things going on i mean you have you have a couple things going on at once too so yeah, do you ever feel that? Uh, so I definitely feel like I should put out more content, even though I am putting out a bunch of content already, which is kind of weird, but I've also never done it before. So I'm trying to find like a rhythm that works for me and is like enough content for people to come back. So I'm aiming for one article per week right now. It, it feels like that should be enough. Uh, <laughs> And if I find some extra time to work on a, on another course or you know find another channel to try, uh, that's that's like a bonus uh, when it comes to all round. But mm -hmm. yeah, I, mm -hmm. I always think like it would be kind of cool to publish two or three articles per week. But then I don't really I, I don't see how that could work. <laughs> I don't yeah. think I, I would be able to do that. Um, but yeah, it's it's also hard to tell like how much people are actually expecting from this, even even with the newsletter, right? Like I haven't really asked people what they think of the newsletter. Uh, could be interesting to do that. Uh, I have also not really experimented with the format a lot. So it's always just, you know, uh, like an excerpt of the articles and then just linking to the actual articles. I could probably mix that up a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, I definitely feel like the content treadmill is a thing. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I'm... I'm definitely kind of forced to keep keep releasing stuff when it comes to um on the oh yeah go ahead well i was just thinking with content you know kind of like an info product kind of thing it is kind of nice in some ways where it is different where you don't have to like maintain something 
it's all just like the yeah. new stuff. But then, like you're saying, that maybe there's another problem with like the yeah the the treadmill of just like expectations to keep that going or having to keep it going to kind of keep your number of views and things going up and that. But yeah, yeah. at least like you're not having to like maintain a product or or kind of go back to stuff you've worked on in the past or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Like I don't have to worry about the servers or anything. And mm -hmm. another cool thing I think about the content stuff is what I recently just started is uh, if you find another channel, like if I sign up for a medium, which I did like just this month and reposting some articles, I can literally use the stuff that I wrote in March, right? So that's kind of cool. I don't have to have to do anything. I have like this huge backlog that I can cross post to there and then the articles will get some traffic from uh, just from cross posting it there so i still have like a ton of stuff that i can cross post in other places i haven't really published them yet so uh yeah it's it's almost like you always have something to put up somewhere <laughs> even even if you haven't written anything that week yeah yeah that's kind of cool uh yeah i mean when when it comes to um on the other hand it's more like I, I do think it's in a good good place right now i don't think i necessarily need to add a bazillion features to make it super valuable mm -hmm. uh, so so that's kind of why i'm not feeling super stressed about it but i definitely see with with um, i see more of you know like some rough edges and some features i want to put in there uh and yeah that, that always comes down to how much time can i spend on each product basically <laughs> yeah yeah uh, but you did <clears throat> maybe kind of going into updates um you did i did see that you you pushed it on Hacker News uh, this last week? Yeah, so I actually didn't post it there. It was like a fellow indie hacker. <laughs> what I did was finally, and I think I talked about that over the last weeks on the pod as well, I finally opened up the public uh, login stuff, right? So you, it's basically a self-serve right now, and you can go in there, create, a, create one stream of thought basically for free. And if you want to create a second one, it, it will ask you to upgrade the plan. So it's, you know, it's like a free tier. Nice. Uh, and you only ever have to pay if you like if you, you probably if you if you're serious about using it you probably want to have a second line of thought yeah probably uh so then you you will have to upgrade otherwise you can but just yeah, make it's, a it's, super big line of thought <laughs> yeah you, yeah you could you could but i don't know it kind of defeats the purpose of focusing those things on one topic right i don't know if anybody yeah, you, you, i mean you can't use the cross reference and everything so you're kind of missing out on a lot of good stuff uh you, you could yeah um but yeah I, I did that and posted that on twitter and got a couple of uh, my followers using it then and one of them uh cross posted it on hacker news <laughs> and that day it actually didn't didn't go super well you get like four upvotes and you know i was looking at it at the end of the day i was like well that didn't go too well but you know <laughs> who cares like i yeah. didn't intend for it to be there anyway right and then waking up the next day, I had like two two emails <laughs> on on the on the um account, and got the third one uh, like in the next twenty minutes. I was like, wait, what's like what's going on? Where <laughs> where are those coming from? Yeah. Right? And slowly realized that it it actually gained a lot of traction. It was in the top ten of of hacker news. <laughs> yes. And yeah, it it got a lot of got a lot of eyeballs i looked it up and it made like seven point something thousand uniques and fifteen thousand page views <laughs> just from that day wait did you say sixteen thousand yeah whoa that's crazy yep. yeah that's 
that's, yeah, a, that's lot. a massive amount yeah <laughs> it actually messes up my analytics right now because if i look at it you know like there's this one huge spike and everything else just looks like flat line zero but it's it's yeah. actually not <laughs> yeah uh, so and yeah it, it got over 120 signups and or yeah i got four or five emails over the day kind of cool so it yeah i mean a lot of people uh, who wrote in the mails uh, said it's not for them but they really like the concept had some ideas what could be improved yeah that was pretty cool i didn't read all the comments i guess on hacker news some of them were some of them were kind of funny like i'd rather use an ide than you know taking my notes in this <laughs> which is yeah. yeah kind of defeating the purpose but yeah i mean that's hacker news i guess yeah i was, I was um, wondering uh yeah, what people were going to say in the comments did you have yeah. a lot of people talking back and forth in there oh yeah there were like 40 comments on it i think <laughs> nice but yeah i mean some of them were, were reasonable i guess some of them thought it's too expensive uh some of them actually liked the way it is uh mm -hmm. yeah it was it was pretty mixed uh sadly no one converted from that but the on the on the other hand i don't know like it's it's also kind of like the shotgun approach right it's not super targeted i guess uh, so yeah well yeah not super that, disappointed there, there might be some people that are still uh banging it out on that one line of thought <laughs> yeah I, I mean one of the emails even read that they're still on the fence of signing up for it so who knows maybe over the week uh something will will happen <laughs> yeah well that's cool that's but yeah definitely cool to to see you know just the spike in traffic and some some thoughts on it yeah, yeah, and it's a good test to see, get some feedback of what people think about it and, uh, you yeah. know, a larger number of people. So that's, yeah, that's that's pretty good. Yeah, exactly. I was also pretty happy that I had it on Vercel because I didn't have to worry about the service holding up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there were, like, only uh, almost 200 people on the site at the same time once. So I was like, oh, my God, like, that's, you know, that's kind of bit. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty crazy. Yep, so that happened. <laughs> um and yeah i mean all around also did had a really good week actually it made it into the discover section once again on those google i don't even i still don't know exactly where it is i think <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of ridiculous i think it's on on mobile chrome if you if you open it it has like those suggestions which is like the discovery uh, section i guess and it, it definitely got on there because it can see from the referring uh, source that kind of creates another a tab in my search console mm -hmm. i got a couple hundred views from there so it must have been on there yeah uh, wow. what i did was there, there was a new framework called remix.js which was released on monday and so i was you know reading all the stuff about it beforehand and then i uh, basically wrote and published an article like a brief introduction to that new framework on tuesday <laughs> wow and Maybe yeah that, that was yeah, and you can actually see this article is getting a ton of traffic from Google right now because people are actually searching for Remix.js. So that is, yeah, that might have been a smart move to be quick there. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and yeah, that article also made it into the Discover section then. So might be something to, to repeat when, you know, something new drops and you're, you're early to have a good tutorial written about it. <laughs> yeah, you're kind of becoming the uh, SEO wizard, I think. <laughs> I'm, I'm just you know i'm just trying stuff i don't know <laughs> yeah that's that's pretty cool uh and it's i mean it's, it seems like it's working so it's like you can just keep doing that kind of stuff on that kind of uh these different like dev topics and uh yep google will pick you up 
Yep, yep. Definitely interesting to see. Uh, I was also trying to create a Facebook account for Aura just to see if I can syndicate my content there, you know, find some groups, cross post stuff. Uh, and, you know, I was kind of disappointed because I still to this day have never created a, a, an account on Facebook. So mm. I thought I could just go ahead and, you know, make like this, this business page. But apparently you need a personal account to even create a business page, which I don't know, like it seems not to make any sense for businesses or for, for Facebook, to be honest. <laughs> like, why would you bind that to a personal account? But yeah, it seems to be that way. And now I haven't really gone through with it yet. I, I don't know, like I'm on the fence. I, I really want to do it. But on the other hand, I don't really want to you know put in or create my like a, a personal account. And I think mm -hmm. that terms actually prohibit to create like a fake account. So it's like, huh. What do I do now? <laughs> yeah, it's like they really want you to be the real, the real you, the real person behind everything. Um, yeah, which is kind of weird. I, I wonder. <laughs> I it, it, I feel like this is super weird because, like, how do bigger brands like BMW? How do they do that? Like, they have a Facebook page, but like, who is it tied to? They the must CEO be one, is just you know, going in there on his Facebook account <laughs> and oh, I'll make the BMW page. Come on, that's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> And even if they have like a marketing director or whatever, and it, it runs under their account, I don't know, man, then, you know, they get fired. What happens to the account? Like it's ridiculous <laughs> yeah, to have that, that tied to personal account. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'll, I'll keep you posted if I create one or find find a way to get around that. I don't know. <laughs> meta, no, no one likes meta anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. uh. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, I'm trying to think how other, I mean, with Twitter, yeah, like with Twitter, you can create as many accounts as you want and they can be whatever. They don't have to be your, yeah. your personal like profile and stuff. So yeah, yeah. they, they I think they even want. recently added this option to be or to, to declare an account like a business account, right? Yeah, I, I don't know about that, but I mean, that's that sounds pretty cool. Um, they're definitely handling it differently than Facebook. Seems way easier. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, so I, I did kind of remind me as we were talking um, that I did actually do something this week um, that was kind of progress. But this, in some ways, this is kind of an example that shows that I, you know, I had to spend my time doing something that um, wasn't, doesn't really... To, to customers, they're probably not really gonna notice. It doesn't feel like a new thing. But anyways, um, I think I've talked about how I had like some email issues. My email got like blacklisted. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did I mention on here that it, it actually ended up being my like email service provider? Yeah. Okay. And that you, you got it figured out, right? <laughs> right. So yeah, but that was something I did this last week where um, I used my new email service provider, um, ConvertKit. And um, ConvertKit's a pretty good, it's a pretty good solid product. Um, but anyways, basically I was setting that up um, so that I could um, send marketing emails from there. And then I set it up so that it, uh, through the API, I kind of send like tags from Potion to kind of put users in different groups so that then um, yeah, yeah. I can send like a drip email. Um, like I send, so basically I send like six emails in during their trial where I try to like, give some helpful tips, um, information about how to use Potion. Um, and then by the sixth day, like I'm basically like 
letting them know that their trial ends and if they want to continue. Um, and so, yeah, basically setting that up and then like a, a little automation with that. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a pretty good product, but that was like something where it's like, you know, I was in the code kind of setting that up, but it's like, I, I had that kind of working before, not for a little while though, with yeah. the, the email problems. <laughs> um, so hopefully that will be a good impact on like, um, keeping users in the onboarding flow and stuff like that. And, um, so it's definitely an important thing, but it doesn't feel like I'm doing something new. That's like a, a new mm, feature yeah. or something like that. Cause I'm just, you know, setting up and like convert kit. Um, yeah, that makes sense. On, on the other hand, I do think if you have like a ton of technical debt with you, which, which you basically always have <laughs> at, at some point you got to dive in and, you know, try to work against that. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. True. <clears throat> yeah. But I will say ConvertKit, it has a really good onboarding flow. They have this little thing in the, the left where it has like these seven tasks that they want you to get through to like complete onboarding. And then at the bottom of that, it shows that if you complete that, they'll send you a free t-shirt. Um, so they're kind of incentivizing people to get through all the onboarding steps, uh, which I thought oh, that, that's was, new. that was pretty clever. <laughs> <laughs> I never got a t-shirt. <laughs> uh, so you, you use ConvertKit? Yeah, I actually have used it for a couple of customers. So they let me into their account and I had all run running on ConvertKit as well, but it got a little too expensive. And I think only after I I, I moved on to uh, Email Octopus, they introduced an, another plan, I think, which is now cheaper, like 10 bucks per month, right? <laughs> mm, yeah. Yeah, I think. So yeah, it, it was like 20 before, which felt a little bit too much for just sending email. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it does get expensive kind of fast, I think, um, which I was a little bit nervous. Like I was con- trying to consider some other products because of that. Um, but yeah, I think I'm paying like $50 a month and that's with like uh, 3000 subscribers on my list. So I don't know, like it seems somewhat fair for at least that price. Hopefully it doesn't, as I grow, it doesn't like just blow out of proportion but uh <laughs> i mean you can always move on to another but yeah i mean if you have like group campaigns set up that's obviously harder because you got to replicate them then yeah that sounds not fun <laughs> yeah yep but yeah that's that's pretty much it for me this week um hopefully this next week i can get some more push on some more things um what what's your plans for this next week so I'm planning to write another article. I actually forgot what it is about because I'm writing all those down. <laughs> I keep like a giant list of ideas uh, of stuff I could write about. Wait, let me actually look that up real quick. Uh, oh yeah, so I was going to write about CSS attribute selectors because you can do some black magic with that stuff. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So yeah, the, the plan is to have that out like by Tuesday probably. So when the episode airs, it's probably out already. Uh, and yeah, like figure out if the Facebook situation <laughs> mm-hmm. and bonus would be either next week or the, the weekend after, uh, try to incorporate some of the feedback into, um, I got a one bug report, which is not super urgent at all, but I want to fix it anyway. <laughs> so yeah, uh, definitely got a little list from, from the emails I got from being on Hacker News. Nice. That sounds good. Sounds like you're, yeah. you're on your game. 
Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, sweet. Anything else uh, before we end here? I think we're good, good to wrap it. All right. Thanks, everyone, for following along our journeys. And uh, we'll talk to you in another episode. See you next week. Bye.